there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. Gentlemen, how are, how are we? Going? Good. I'm a little bit out of sorts, Cam. Oh, Why are no. you so out of sorts? Because I, I have your screen name. That's all right. I've put oh, my yeah, screen is... name as your screen name. To Cam and I'm right just now. me. It, it, yes, it legitimately threw me off a little bit when I went to, to start. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> At a little identity crisis, logging in as me. We, yeah. almost, we almost didn't have a podcast this week. Technical issues. Isn't right. it interesting? Isn't it interesting that as soon as Salty got the jab, suddenly our internet started playing oh up. Oh God! I need to move. Should I move my arm away from the computer? Actually, Salty, are you on Wi-Fi right now? No. Are you Are you using internet though? Yeah, like yeah. The, not Not your mobile data. Yeah. Maybe flick over. Get on that five G. Oh, we'll be boost fine. Off the chip in your arm. Jeez, I never even thought of that. Yeah, that could be the problem. Your 5G coming out of your arm is so strong that mm. it's messing with your internet. It's thing. overpowering the, the normal internet. I think you're it's, onto something. It's just science, really. So two-thirds of this podcast are now vaccinated. Well, I'm only well, half well, vaccinated. We're, we're, we're half vaccinated. So one-third of this podcast is vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and we have a, we have a holdout. Old hey, anti-vaxxer Robertson. What, what jab did you get? I got the AstraZeneca. Oh, shit. Really? They gave you AstraZeneca? Yeah. You got that. You got yours before it was like, actually, hold on. We should give everyone under 50 Pfizer, right? Yeah. yeah I got like five minutes before they said, <laughs> we're not going to give you AstraZeneca anymore. <laughs> Did someone come screaming in? Like, no. <laughs> they're like, ah, oh, never mind. I was just sitting there like covered in clots. <laughs> <laughs> Can you also get the Pfizer now? Apparently it's better if you get a combo. Yeah. Right. I'll take that. Look, I'm not going to tell them. If the, if I rock up and they're like, oh, here's your Pfizer, I'll be like, all right. Mm. Load me up with all of them. I'm going to have the asset. I'll have the AZ. I'll have the Pfizer. I'll have the Moderna. I'll have these dodgy knockoff ones they're telling people not to buy off the internet. <laughs> I'd, I'd get into the Cuban one that's going around. Cuban one? Yeah, get some, some of the good Cuban shit. They've got it worked out over there. Will you yeah. go the, the Johnson & Johnson one and done? Oh, imagine that. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine what it would be like. Bang, one, that's it. 
Still not eligible over here. <clears throat> what's um? What's the time frame, salty for between your Pfizer's? Twenty one days. That's not very long. See, I the AstraZeneca is like twelve weeks, which yeah. doesn't seem like a long time, but it's actually a very long time. Yeah, see, that sounds like too long. You're trying to avoid catching a, you know, a deadly virus. Yeah, my secret wish is that this lockdown gets extended another two weeks. <laughs> So that I could don't ha- so I can't go anywhere. So I can't potentially get this fucking new strain that apparently now they're saying you can catch by just brushing past someone with it. Yeah, I don't. I know that the guy said it in the media today, but the community transmission's been very low for how many exposure sites. Well, community transmissions that we know about. Mm, yeah, fair. Here we go. Let's not listen too much to anti-vaxxer Robertson. (laughs) (laughs) For people not in our state, I am currently ineligible for the vaccine. So I'm not an anti-vaxxer. It's some weird thing that they brought in this rule that if you're too handsome, you can't get it. Yeah. 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 And I I get it. So, I mean, I think I'm going to be, I don't know, on my deathbed. (laughs) Yeah, last in line. Oh, no, now you're eligible. Ah. I think we're probably going to find that they're going to just roll it out to anyone pretty quickly. Yeah, if they don't, it's looking like 2022. Yeah. Cool. They'll have to they'll have to do it, I think. Yeah. Anyway, that 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 makes sense that the most social member of this podcast will be the last to be <laughs> yeah. vaccinated. It's not like I have any major events to to be an integral <laughs> part of between now and I don't know very soon. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about vaxxers today. Today, we're talking about another area of the discourse. In fact, we're going to be talking about the UFO discourse, which has been popping off. Yeah. UFOs are the, uh, I mean, we're basically at disclosure now, aren't we? Yeah, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) We have been since 2017 or something, really, haven't we? Yeah. When that video first came out. Do you think that when someone like, read the top secret CIA document about UFO disclosure, it actually just said we're going to have UFO discourse and they've misread it. <laughs> and so disclosure's been around the corner for all of these years. When it, in actual fact what they meant was that people were just gonna go on and on about UFOs. <laughs> yeah. So I guess other than the the three videos that we've talked about, the um the Tom Delonge ones, which we <clears> talked <throat> about in like twenty seventeen. Yeah, so we've talked about these a bit back before the Patreon. We talked about them on the main show. We've every now and then we've talked about this on the Patreon news show because the the same three videos keep coming up again and again. Yeah, yeah, it's because the uh, Pentagon keeps on keep on milking it, milking it for publicity, where they're like, "Oh yeah, no, we're confirming that they're real," and then like two months later, okay, we have confirmed that they're real. The last one was us just saying we were going to. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now we're confirming that they definitely existed. Yeah. We're confirming that our confirmation was actually confirmed. Yep. And we will confirm this confirmation again sometime down the track. So this latest one, there's been two two new videos. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them I think is the most the most compelling or the most interesting is the green uh, triangle flying through the air. Uh, did you guys see that one? Yeah. Can you tell us, can you describe it to us? 
further than <laughs> there's a green triangle flying mm. through the air. Well, it's night vision, so of course it's going to look green. Yeah, uh, and it's a and it's from outer space too, where most yeah. stuff's green, like little green men. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's a, it's a triangle just kind of looking like it's just through the through the sky. Um, and you know. It's a bloody alien. Are there any air forcemen talking over this? Uh, yeah. What do they say, Cam? What's the What's your memory of that? I can't remember if it's this one, but there's one of them where they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. There's a, all of them seem to have some sort of people, you know, talking about what's happening. Ah, oh, look at this. Oh, what is it? What's that? <laughs> what the heck is that? Gee um, willikers. The other one is a some sort of like sphere disappearing, and they're all this one. They're, they're talking, and they're like, "Oh, it splashed down," uh, and it just kind of disappears over the horizon. And they're like, "Oh, oh it yeah. splashed, splashed splash. down." Uh, you don't see any splash at all. For I guess they're just you know using that as the term of something landing. Uh, I guess that's what they say in the military if something's hit the water. Is that yeah, it's splashed uh, down? Yeah. Uh, I mean, in my comes from the the movie Splash with Daryl Hannah. Yeah, uh, but in my experience, you kind of need to see a splash in order for it to be a splash down. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I just, you know, like to think a- language should be accurate. Um, yeah, and this kind of reignited. Everyone's like, "Whoa, they're admitting it. They're admitting that aliens are here." So uh, yeah, that that has come out, and there was also a sixty minutes piece on UFO videos. Yes. Specifically, these ones that the Pentagon have confirmed as being—they haven't—they've con- never actually said yes. These are confirmed to be aliens or UFOs or anything. No. Every single time, they've just said yes. We've confirmed that these are you know accurate representations of what was filmed. Yeah, they're saying that they are real in <clears throat> terms of this is a video that they filmed. Yeah. yeah, using some method, you know, some type of camera on some sort of boat or or a plane, and they don't know what it is in the film. Yeah. They're not saying – they're calling them UAPs now. Yes, an unidentified aerial phenomenon. Which sucks that they're trying to change it. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> just let it be UFOs. Like, I know that there's probably a lot of connotations with it, and it's probably, you know, harder to report a UFO than it is a UAP. You know, thinking about, like, what people would think of you. But get over it, military men. Well, so this is like supposedly part of what the Pentagon's reasoning behind confirming this stuff is, which is to remove the stigma from saying you saw some weird shit. Yeah. Because in this, um, in like the 60 Minutes piece, there were people saying, you know, like I, I saw this and I thought I probably shouldn't tell anyone I saw this. <laughs> uh, and that's it- what people have said before as well also the 60 minutes piece is all based on like the same videos that these same guys are pushing which is like the people associated with tom delonge and the people associated with like the couple of i think they're senators like yeah. harry reed and a couple of others who are tied in with all of this stuff it's just a couple of people that push it every single time one of them um he was on the documentary uh the Channel 7 one, which we'll talk about later as well. Um, what's his name? Louis, Louis Elizondo, uh, former U.S. Army counterintelligence special agent and 
former employee of the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence. He's on all of them. He's the guy with the goatee. Because he was like, he was. A, I think he was like the guy that was uh, controlling the twenty-two million that got thrown at this, right? Right. Mm. That guy. Yeah. Yep. He was like brought in. He was handling that. He was because he's also he's very much into like Skinwalker Ranch, with, which we've done an episode on before. Yeah. I think that's why his name's familiar to me. Um, and his his dad was involved in uh, the Bear Pigs invasion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so not unlike Jim Morrison. Yeah, he's just like Jim Morrison. But yeah, he's like he's very much in the center of all this. It's just the same guys and the same videos over and over again. But yeah, it's interesting that this has really kicked off a round of discourse, which is something we keep on saying. Mm. But when you proposed UFO discourse, Robo, I had no idea like just how mainstream all of this UFO chat had become. <laughs> UFO chat's always been pretty mainstream, though. Yeah, like, but it's think, like thinking about the um, alien autopsy stuff we talked about. You know, that mm. was primetime news and TV in the 90s. All right. Well, maybe not mainstream in that sense, but sort of to be a political, co- like to be an Air Forceman and to say, oh, I saw a UFO, there was some sort of stigma attached to, right? Mm. And I think also to be a political commentator and to be like, I believe that there are UFOs, I think until recently there was quite a bit of stigma attached to. Mm. Yeah. But I, uh, after you proposed we talk about the UFO discourse, I sort of like organically had come into my feeds uh, one Chelsea Manning mm. talking about this stuff. And also, I don't know, there's a like a show, uh, online show called The Hill, which mm-hmm. features, I think their main sort of uh, production is a, uh, they have like a leftist and a, a right winger who do like a daily news show. It's called The Hill. And the leftist is called Crystal Ball, which seems a little sus. And the the right wing guy is called Sega or something. But anyway, old Crystal was uh, having a day off and Sega got onto UFOs, which seemed to be a special subject. I was like, all right, fair enough. It's in the news. And then I like looked up their YouTube channel and UFOs. And like every time she goes away, he just starts talking about UFOs. (laughs) (laughs) But also it seemed like there's a lot of conspiracy theories about why we are getting all of this UFO chat at the moment. And yeah, w- one of them of... is that uh, the Pentagon is like, or the military industrial complex is going for disclosure in order to get funding. Oh, yeah, it's a cash grab. Mm. Yeah, because if there are, you know, people from another world whose technology far exceeds our own. We need to defend uh, against it. Yeah, we need to be able to shoot them down. <laughs> And so we're going to need to throw some money at the military-industrial complex. I guess while we're talking about that, um, I watched some Infowars about this. And Infowars is very boring at the moment because it's all just masks and COVID. Yeah. Um, but Stephen Greer <laughs> pops up a couple of times. Dr. Stephen Greer. Uh, I'm not saying his medical credentials are dubious. but What, what is he a doctor of? He says he's an emergency doctor, and then but... It's all like the citations on Wikipedia take you to like the Nevada or wherever he's registered website, but it's all self-reported. Yeah, emergency back adjustment maybe. Yeah, he was in. I'm not. I'm not clear what it was, uh, but it certainly is all self self self-reported. It's it's no like website where you can go book an appointment with him. 
to, to go see the doctor. Is he a medical doctor? Yeah, he claims to be. Uh, I don't know if he is, but he, I mean, he's been a big UFO guy since like 1990. So like, I don't know when he's got time to do all this doctoring. Um, but he, so he's saying that like this is a false flag, his current disclosure. But he also knows people that are in like these big warehouses underground that are hooked up to electronics and uh, they put uh, somehow the electronics make them see the demons and then manifest them in the real world like Stranger Things. Uh, and the people that wrote Stranger Things like know this as well and that's where they got the idea from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like he's like, you know, this is, this, this is fake. This actual alien thing isn't fake. Like let's be rational here. Because it's all, you know, it's all on the back of COVID and they're trying to control us. Here's what's real. Completely nuts shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also talks a lot about black magic in it as well. Um, and then he talked, he went into some stuff. You see, there was a disc recovered from the Nazis by General Patton. Uh, there was an anti-gravity disc. This is after the war, the war ended. General Patton and two other guys, I didn't note down their names recovered this anti-gravity disc and smuggled it back to the US from the Nazis. And that's why General Patton was killed. Uh, he wasn't killed in a car accident, as claimed, but he was uh, killed because he stole this disc. Which is a lot to bring into, you know, <laughs> when your video is titled like, hey, this discourse is fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you kind of buried a lot of the leads with with the video title on this. Um, and there was another video on InfoWars that says, it was called, Warning, the fake alien invasion threat is real. Uh, so that's obviously contradictory. Yep. Uh, and the crux of that one was the masks are a test for people to see if they comply. Um, the co- you know, the whole COVID thing. And, and the people that don't comply will get, Beamed to death by directed energy weapons. All right, so put a mask on then. <laughs> yeah, it's look at this point. Masks, if they don't work for COVID, will also <laughs> help you when you <laughs> from being deemed beamed to death. Also, I feel like the the mask test doesn't really. You know, you say you need to wear a mask because of COVID, and for some people. They might be like, oh, you know, I don't believe in COVID. I don't believe in what I can't see. Mm. If people are getting laser beamed, like that's sort of a very different level. Like you would only have to laser beam a few people and before people who don't wear masks would be like, I'll, I'll do whatever you want to not get laser beamed. Mm. You, don't need yeah. to, you don't need to set like this really vague test if you have death beams. You could just start with the laser beams. Yeah. Like, just point a ray gun at me. I'll do what you say. This is kind of the problem with so many of these theories that, you know, they're, they're going to round us all up and kill us and this is all a test and this is just an experiment. Like with all these theories, they have the technology to round us up and kill us already. But for the last 30 or 40 years, they've just been just doing another test. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and what's interesting, these two very short videos in InfoWars – um, about this, bring in so many more cooked theories <laughs> than than anything else I read, which was kind of a, kind of a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, that's that's why Infowars is saying that it is fake. Uh, so Stephen Greer, I just 
had a little look because I was curious. He's an uh, he did have an actual medical degree. Are you looking on a Wikipedia? Yeah. Okay, click on the citation. No, no, he it, that's all real. <laughs> click uh, on the citation. Where does it take you? Oh, hang on. Do you know the answer to this? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's um. Uh, the citation is the Virginia Board of Medicine. Cool. Does it say any, how how the it's reported or how that information is collected on that page? You're very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a. It's got his medical license, and he's board certified. But here's the thing, right? He he gave up. Firstly, he worked at a hospital. I don't know. It doesn't really matter because he's the UFO guy. If he was like a COVID guy, saying COVID wasn't real. And his credibility came from being a doctor. I would say it's probably not that relevant that he was treating people for like moonshine overdoses or, you know, pulling buckshot out of people's arms. Uh, so, because he's a UFO guy, I don't think it matters that much. He gave up being an emergency room doctor to be a full time UFO guy, though. Yeah. So, according to this page, unless otherwise indicated, this information has been self reported and not verified. He's also a uh, trained transcendental meditation teacher. But by far the funniest thing on his uh, profile here is that he says that he once gave a briefing to CIA director James Woolsey at a dinner party. Uh, Woolsey characterizes that briefing as him listening politely. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we find out? Any, any other things about this? these ones? Well, so the interesting thing for me about what Chelsea Manning was saying was she had like her own theories about uh, what's actually going on. Because she was on like a podcast with like Bernie Sanders's old chief of staff and uh, one of the guys from Chapo Trap House. Yeah. And I think that they were sort of responding to this critique from the left that uh, this UFO disclosure was a military-industrial complex money grab. And... She was saying she didn't think that, like, these were aliens in these unidentified aerial phenomenon, that they weren't, like, manned sources, but rather that they might be some sort of probe that had been sent out by an ancient civilization from across the stars. So you would, like, seed these self-replicating probes uh, across the universe to send back data. And like this civilization might be long gone. So this data is not going to ever go anywhere. Mm. I guess for me, the thing is like, if that's what is going on, why are we only ever seeing them around naval <laughs> ships and military bases and air force carriers and things? Well, maybe the civilization sent it out there to, Check out what the fucking what the sh- weapons are like. shit is like on all these other planets. Like you want to sit, like we we want to find out. Hey, do we need to defend ourselves against these things? Maybe they were thinking the exact same thing. Hey, we found this planet with life. We better go fucking figure out uh, how powerful they are. Let's send some probes to check out their military bases and stuff. I feel like if you've got a self-replicating probe, you can probably just hang out in space a little bit like we can send up a tiny satellite into space and take pretty good photos these days mm. Mm. i feel like if if we could make something that's self-replicated and fly across interstellar space it could probably take a pretty good picture from a distance yeah yeah and also if you're in like if you uh 
advanced enough to create a, you know, seed the universe with self-replicating probes, like, you probably are not a warlike species. (laughs) You probably don't care that much about our petty squabbles. Mm. Or maybe that's all they care about. Yeah. Or maybe they were once a warlike species and they were like, look, we know... We know what war does to planets. We know that this planet's on a trajectory to fucking blow itself up. So we're going to send some cameras down and we're going to go <laughs> have a look. Because one of the stories I thought was cool was um, on that on that Sunday night thing was about the guy at the Australian. No, it was someone no, no, in the US. It was yeah, a, he was a in the nuclear U- weapon site. Yeah, because he was the guy that got the phone call and had to turn the key. Yeah, and uh, the thing that came down to where they were came down to the gates and was hovering there, and then all of their systems shut down. So what happened with this? So he, he was the guy that sits underground in a bunker with a phone next to him. Yeah. Waiting and for if the that phone rings, Biden, yeah, he waits for it to pick up. and stomp the nuke. He, he just goes, yep, do it. Turns the key, off the nukes go, right? So that was, that was his job. This was in the 50s, so it was Yeah, been- it was quite old. Yeah. And he was like, the phone rang one day. And it was the gatehouse or someone up on the surface saying, hey, mate, something fucking weird's going on up here. Just be prepared for something because we don't know what's going to happen. There's this weird light or whatever, whatever they said happened. And then as that happened, all of the systems got shut down. So he couldn't have fired a nuke if he wanted to because whatever it was, well, he his story was that whatever it was out there seemed to shut down all of their systems. Mm. So it's like maybe their drones, their self-replicating drones were like finding weapons bases and going, all right, there's, if we need to intervene here, can we just rock up and turn it all off? So his theory was they were trying to send a message that, that nukes are bad. Yeah. Um, Enough of this nonsense, boys. Yeah. So did he quit that day? No, of course not. I don't know, actually. Um, yeah, he didn't say. I just, it just, it strikes me as strange that an interstellar intelligence would, even if like these are not intelligent drones that have just been that is out here gathering telemetry, that they could distinguish between these very specific military targets and, like, the rest of everything that's going on. How do you mean? Yeah, so, advanced, like, what's, what's, advanced, the, mate. what's the difference between a cruise ship and uh, an Air Force carrier? Different things they're carrying? Guns. Yeah, but how would you know if you were an, a drone in the air? Scan it. Yeah, scan it. Oh, it's guns. Yeah, that one's got radioactive warheads on it. Yeah. That's a nuke ship. Hmm. Drone tech like is pretty good even here now. They they're pretty good at seeing things from a distance. And- well, I mean, I guess this is the uh, the other point. We talked about this on the news show the other day. Recently, there, there are some people that say that all of this stuff is just drones. Yeah, yeah. And they're saying that yeah, it's all Russia or China, and they don't want to admit that it's Russia or China. And they make it a very convincing argument. I felt was made for that, which seems to have been ignored entirely in this round of discourse. But, yeah, this idea that it is all basically just Russia and or China buzzing American military installations to test out their ability to detect things 
And it would make sense that uh, the Pentagon or whoever would be in favour of removing the stigma about reporting this stuff because it doesn't do them any favours if Russia or China have developed a way to have a drone come up to your ship that you can't detect. Like the only way you can detect it is by looking at it and no one says anything. Hmm. Mm. Do you believe that? Yeah, I think that that's probably the most likely scenario. Although Chelsea Manning's ancient self-replicating drones thing seemed appealing to me, just the fact that they only like go after certain things strikes me as a bit funny. Yeah. I d- what I don't think is that it's a military-industrial complex money grab because why would you do it via alien disclosure? <laughs> it seems like there are much simpler ways to get money out of the Pentagon or whoever than convincing people that there's an alien war coming. Mm. Pres- presidents or Americans in power do not need incentives to fund military shit. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, there hasn't been any real drama with getting that money previously. So, yeah, I don't buy that. It's like their favourite thing. Yeah. (laughs) Just just give the military as much money as they can and that'll get you votes. Um, Okay, so the other other theory and... Oh, can I just say one more thing about the military-industrial complex? Absolutely. Like, so much of, much was made of, like, the Pentagon's UFO project, right? Yeah. It was, like, 20 million bucks, which is a lot to you and me, but in the grand scheme of the military-industrial complex, it's not that much money. No. no. And also, it wasn't really a Pentagon <laughs> project. It was money that was appropriated by, like, the Senate committee which had a bunch of UFO nuts on it. Uh, but <laughs> like, it wasn't like the Pentagon was like, we need to set up a special task force. I think there's still quite a lot of pushback on the military side for treating this stuff seriously. There seems to be quite a bit of a bravado coming into these reports now from the military guys, where if someone says, oh, this might not be true, they're like, well, we're military. Do you think we're, you know, we don't know what we see? Um, I almost feel like it, it could be going the other way with a lot of people. They're too excited to report them, and not and not kind of, you know, not uh, consider any of their opinions. Mm. Any thoughts on that? But okay, because <laughs> that, that Lewis Elizondo guy, yeah, like if you read his like history, he's like, ah, oh, he, he's on record as saying I've been involved in you know all sorts of like shady shit. I'm like a I'm a tough guy. You know, I've been I've been doing all sorts of probably CIA things. Like he seems pretty braggy about it all. Yeah. And then yeah, I guess I did listen to a podcast with him and, and debunker Mick West, uh, who does the Metabunk uh, forums, and he he's got some debunking videos about this. And they did a podcast, and he kind of put to Lewis all the theories and all the his debunking. And Lewis is like, well, you know, you don't have all the information that we have, uh, you know, so you don't know. Yeah. You you think we'd be lying about this or you think the army guys don't know what's unusual. Um, And I feel like that's a bit like, it's a bit of an easy cop out. Yeah. Well, so something Chelsea Manning said was that 
all of these things, like these, you know, dodgy, grainy videos that they've released, mm. that the military would also have super fine-grained, detailed telemetry of these things. Mm. So when I guess we probably, when we talk about radar, uh, which I think we talked about a bit on the last episode too, mm. I feel like we have a pretty dumb idea of what radar is, right? <laughs> there are lots of different sorts. So naval radar, I had a little bit of a look at this. Different different types of radar are looking for different things at different heights, basically. Yeah. So some some naval radar isn't looking for anything in the sky, so it won't pick up anything in the sky. But apparently for like all of these things, they probably have like perfect 3D representations of exactly what shape it is and how fast it was going and all of this stuff. Well, I don't think so because a lot of them are super zoomed in. Um, and a lot of the, the debunking video, videos or the debunking explanations for them, I guess debunking is probably the wrong word, um, the, the kind of people wanting to make a rational explanation, do kind of go into um, you know measuring the distances between things and looking at the camera speed and, and how it's relative to everything else and present a, a pretty convincing argument. Um, I guess the, the, you know, the Green Triangle one, is a, is a good example where uh, at the time you know, they were under the flight path of, of you know Boeing's international flights, basically, mm. and the flashing lights on the triangle were the same timings as a Boeing yeah. <laughs> plane. And it just looks like someone's using a, a like a bokeh filter on their camera. Yeah, and so what the um, – well, and I think certain uh, – what do you call that? Lens – how it closes, the shutter, sorry. Yeah, that's what I just um, said, but I used the right term. Yeah, yeah. But so it creates a triangle. <laughs> yeah. So so everything, all distant lights look like a triangle. Yeah. Uh, so you have a triangle that's flashing. And that's what that looks it's like just, to me because all of the other little specular highlights in that video also look like little tiny triangles. Yeah. Yeah. So it's less a flying pyramid through the sky and more just <laughs> an artifact. Mm. Which is kind of interesting in terms of like how we look at you know reptile videos, when like ah oh, look at their eyes, yeah, it's just dodgy camera. I just put a little video in the chat there for you guys to look at. It's like nine seconds. Ah uh, yeah yeah. It's tri- yeah triangle bokeh. It's- uh, how do you spell bokeh for people at home? B o k e h. Excellent. It's the shape that yeah out of focus light makes in a camera. And yeah, you um, just put little discs on the front of your camera, shaped like a triangle or a star or a love heart, and it uh, just changes how it looks. Hmm. Yeah, um, I guess I guess Manning's point was not that they were deriving this information from the videos, but that as well as having like these sort of low res videos, they also had high res data because they have these they have these other instruments and she I think she was sort of basing that on her own experience as an army intelligence person. And the Pentagon aren't saying we need answers to this. They're just saying we don't know what it is, mm. right? And they've probably chosen a couple of like well, easy ones to release. I think they aren't even saying we don't know what it is. I think they're just saying these are real videos. Yeah, right. <laughs> because yeah, what Chelsea was saying is that they probably have this information they could release, but they don't want people to know uh, how much they do or don't know about this stuff. Yeah, and also they don't want to release all their all their technology, their technology, all the information they've got from technology, because that will also 
give insight to what they actually use. Yeah, so I think they're in between a bit of a rock and a hard place, but then it doesn't really matter because as far as they can, they can just be like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. Um, if, if you haven't watched the Mick West videos about these, um, just Google it and they're quite interesting. Um, the other one I just want to mention is the Parallax, um, which is from the... So the first three videos that, that To The Stars Academy released were called Fleur, Gimbal, and Go Fast. And Go Fast is an interesting one because it's uh, they think his theory is that it's an effect called parallax, where if you zoomed in on an object super close from a distance and you're moving fast, it looks like that object's moving super fast. Right. Uh, and he's got some videos on his, on his YouTube of like a ping pong ball hanging in his backyard and he zoomed in on it and he's walking around. And it looks like the ping pong ball's just zooming across the the yard, basically. <laughs> um, but he's just moving around the object. Uh, and when you look look at that video, it's like, oh, that's exactly what that looks like. Uh, it just it's just a low flying thing moving slowly. Uh, yeah, so really interesting those ones. Can recommend if you're interested in learning more about the maybe more rational explanations for these. Also, parallax is a cool word. It's a really cool word. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Um, because like the only other explanation is aliens, right? Yeah. What about this Channel Seven thing? Did you guys have anything more about that? Uh, they they well they dove into the Westall uh sighting here in Melbourne, which I thought was cool. They oh, had yeah, a bunch was, of the was anything fresh? No. Well, no, but I I hadn't really I don't think seen any of the people interviewed like recently. So they interviewed a whole bunch of the students who were the students at the time, and they interviewed the teacher um, about it all, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, we looked at that a lot on this podcast, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, I, I went back and listened to one of the episodes, and I couldn't couldn't work out. We, I think we talked about it a couple of times. Um, I remember we did at least once. But the, the, I mean, the crux of that Channel 7 doco, he was saying – you know, this incident has been erased from memory. No one talks about it. Yeah. But if, if Correction. You West, yeah. yeah. If you Google Westall UFO and go to news, there's pretty much two news stories a year, every year. <laughs> Plus, how this- about the fucking UFO-shaped playground they built there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's very much... Wiped off the face of the planet. Um. And they all talk, I also talk about, you know, we need answers and no one's no one's giving it to us. And it's like, who do you think's giving the answers? Like, what do you want to happen? Do you want the government to, like, launch a big thing to, you know, get your eyewitness testimony again? Because they've already got it. Yeah. There's nothing mm. they can do about it. Well, also, they, they kept going on about how there was no, there hasn't ever been any actual investigation into it. Yeah. But the teacher said that, you know, he... Um, he got told to shut up by the government, but then also the, I don't know, I don't know what the mob was he called, some department of the president or some thing he said from America also got in touch with him and wanted to know all about it. Yeah. Yeah. So there has to be an, it, there has to be an investigation if a lot of their stories are true. Hmm. Also, if- not a huge amount of follow-up from the Australian men in black. Uh, they're like, yo, shut up about this. And he just won't shut up about it for the next <laughs> 40 years. 
I, I went the episode I went back and listened to of ours where we discussed this, and you know they only talk to people that are convinced they saw it. Out of you know the two hundred people there, they've got five people that are convinced, mm. but there's no one, you know, there that I I know that not everyone there is convinced, but they always just kind of don't talk to them. Yeah, but like, didn't they also work out that uh, you know the girl who never came back just changed schools? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, also on the Channel 7 thing, they there's a, a site in the States where apparently a UFO crashed and it like smashed into a rock face. That's right. And the host, uh, the Channel 7 host was like, uh, you know, I'm no geologist, but it certainly looks like something's hit this rock. It's like, well, go find a geologist then. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many of them in America. Uh, and they love studying rocks. They could tell you immediately what's happened. But he did spend a lot of time interviewing people that didn't see it, people that talked to people that saw it. <laughs> Those were his sources for this, like, confirmed alien crash. Uh, it was just it was just so, so frustratingly ridiculous <laughs> for primetime TV news. I did watch. I didn't watch. That was a lie. I saw... Um, on Facebook, on one of the UFO groups, someone posted and said, oh, did anyone watch the uh, the thing on Sunday night? And someone had commented saying, oh, absolutely the best Australian UFO content we've had in years. Probably like, well, the only they're into Australian it. UFO content we've had in years, right? Yeah, they're going to buy that dude's book for sure. Oh, he's got a book coming out, hasn't he? Yeah. The, the, the show seemed to actually just be a huge promotion for his book. Um. Just embarrassingly bad. Like, I do very low-level journalism in terms of food and drink. If I said, I'm no geologist, but here's what I guess, mm. my editor would highlight that paragraph in red, cross it out and say, go find someone. If yeah. you were like, this new beer come out by Insert Brewery here, I haven't tasted it, but I spoke to a bloke yesterday whose mate tried it. Yeah. And he said it was bloody great. Yeah. Buy it. I I wouldn't work again. My <laughs> name would be Mud in this town. Mudder. Mudder. Oh. <laughs> um, I didn't really find too many cooked comments on YouTube vids about this. Did you guys find anything? No, not really. I the only sort of uh, cooked stuff I found was like on above top secret. Mm. I jumped on to see what they made of it all, and. They were so tired with this discourse. <laughs> They're like, oh, here we go. More disclosure. Yeah, let's go. The same videos again. The same guys. Well, this- they're the same. This is this is horseshoe theory. Us and them. <laughs> we're tired of the theories too. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, yeah, all right. Yep. Yeah, this is great. Because, yeah, they're right. It is pretty bullshit. <laughs> yeah. The... My thoughts on these videos are it's just mundane shit in the sky mm. that is normal because aliens don't need to be this bad at it. Yeah. They, chuck, they a, just chuck a cloak on, right? Yeah. But also, yeah. like, we have had the same videos be like four or five different news cycles of there's new <laughs> evidence of UFOs. So the Pentagon is coming out with a report next month, mm. or this month now that we record this. It's in June. Um, so we're going to get them all again. 
And we're probably going to get them again later in the year once the report's probably actually tabled properly. Yeah, let's see what this report says. Like, Joe Biden's not going to disclose. Trump might have. There was that tweet going around that, that aliens can't be real because it's the first thing Trump would have tweeted about <laughs> once he learned. <laughs> uh, no, the deep state wouldn't have told Trump, though. Nah, you'd keep that guy out of the loop. Hey, uh, they could put a report on his desk and it would never go, go anywhere. So Yeah. All right. Well, that is what we've got on the UFO discourse. More to come when this report drops. Uh, the conclusion is Donald Trump, not good at reading reports. Yep. Fucking <laughs> zinged him. Uh, you can find us on Patreon. We're at Hypothetical Institute. Uh, and thank you to Tammy and Vanessa, our cooked $33 sponsors. Thank you. Thank you. Robo, where can they find you, mate? You can find me at Ale of a Time, aleofatime.com. Salty. Uh, you can get me at Saltmarsh on Twitter and Instagram and uh, andrewsaltmarsh.com for links to everything else. And you can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. Yeah, nah, Passaran is my show on 3CR on Thursday afternoons. And I'm also doing a fundraiser for 3CR at the moment, which you can find through my pinned tweet on Twitter. Nice. Uh, so we're trying to make 800 bucks. And so I would appreciate it if everyone could just jump on. And just do that so I don't have to, like, ask people for money anymore. It's my least favourite thing to do. Do it. Fair enough. All right. Don't worry. Later. Bye. About a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said don't worry. About a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs. Don't worry about a thing. Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia. I said don't worry about a thing. I accept. You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever. Except not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes